Welcome. To Arcade Audio. We belong together. We belong together. Yes, we do. You be mine. And welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Yeah, I'm real thankful. That's Why right. do you say it like that? That's that right on my forehead. That right is there. I'm not telling you if you did head. or not because you said that so sarcastically. I had nothing to do with you. Nothing to do. With I'm you. the only one in this room with you right now. Yeah. But we are each other's vending partner. Okay. That's like half of what marriage is. It's just half. You're the person that I Three have fourths. in my life that I can just vent to. Okay. Not at two. Okay. It's the holidays. We're we're, we're DefCon three. Okay. DefCon three, everyone. It's November twenty seventh, two thousand nineteen. Literally the day before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving Happy for when Thanksgiving. if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving. I'm glad that that we're your family, because um, I'm assuming you don't have a semblance of another one. <laughs> or I'm glad that you're listening to us while you're brining your turkey and getting things ready. What if there's somebody that's listening to us? It's just like it's like one hour photo, and they think they're in our family. <laughs> it's like they're listening to this as they're making a, like a 15 pound turkey for themselves, but they have like pictures of us from email, social media on their email wall. Email us marriedandmovies at gmail dot com. And let's uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, you want to pay rent? <laughs> go go you move in. in? <laughs> you won't last long, I'll tell you that much. If you're new here every single week, we talk random movies or nominated movies that uh, we have from our just massive movie collection, which after tomorrow will get much bigger once Black Friday has been completed. As per usual. Uh, spoiler alert, we already recorded next week's episode. Uh, because we had a special guest in town with us. Um, he will be joining us on next week's episode. We recorded that last night while he was here. If you're a fan of the show, you know that in holidays we have some visitors that brings us some gifts. And we, we partake it's all, in it's, it's that time of year for us to watch a terrible movie. <laughs> so Spoiler alert! So the schedule's going to switch up a little bit. The Ninja Turtles franchise is going to... be after the New Year. Yeah, it's going to wait until 20... Uh, 20 uh, 2020. 2020 is the year. That's the year that's coming up. There's six weeks left in the year, five weeks left in the year. Something like that, yeah. So we've had an eventful week uh, since we've last recorded. We've had a lot going on. Uh, What? Our daughter daughter turned three years old. Jillian is now three. I cannot believe it. It's crazy. And so this episode is to finish out her double birthday week that she gets. Um... So, so we're watching Toy Story three and Toy Story four. Oh, we've watched. We watched Toy Story three like a month, ago. three weeks ago, three almost. Weeks ago, yeah, it's uh, okay. These are the kind of movies I can watch them any. I can talk sure. about them anytime. Yeah, and we've just been busy with prepping her birthday. We had what? What all have we had since we've oh my recorded? God. What you, in terms of what? 
just everything. So besides I work, have... I'm not going to get into work today. Ugh, I've um, had just work in general. Work. Yeah. Some um, work situations. Stressful. High stress. So then, we had Jillian's birthday. We had to get stuff for last week. Then our families were here. The, uh, everyone's family was here. And it's also um, friends of the show, um, Stephen Laura Real. They also have a three-year-old whose birthday is four days before Jillian. We were pregnant at the same time. We did special episodes for the show to so celebrate we celebrated that. his birthday so two we did weekends ho- ago. Yes, yeah, so we celebrated his birthday. At Hooters. And then we went right into celebrating Jillian's birthday. It's just not, and then you and have then Thanksgiving. Now it's Thanksgiving. It's separate this year for the first time. Normally, Jillian's birthday is like on Thanksgiving or, or like right Thanksgiving week. It. So, um, we've done a lot. We Jillian's got a bunch of presents. We played. We had some good food. We've yelled at all of our parents. Um, we just checking things off the to do list here. Uh, <laughs> and then this weekend we still have. Thanksgiving tomorrow, we have to cook a lot. We're going to go out to the movies. We have We're Black Friday to, shopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All and kinds then of it's stuff. December on Sunday. Yep. And then it'll be Christmas. And then well, January be, is my birthday well, and the Rumble. And then it's 2020. And then you're in the grave. You totally sorry. missed my birthday. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was just ready to get to. You ready to die? I can, I can help speed that along, buddy. Uh, no, I don't want any mac and cheese. So, um,. Jillian's birthday weekend, we had uh, a couple things I want to make sure I address on the show. Oh, gosh. Uh, Saturday, we saw a movie. We did see a movie. I bought tickets to a movie. How many tickets did you buy? Here's how these tickets broke down. One child, because now she has to sit in her own fucking seat. Two adults, which you and me. Five senior citizens. Five senior citizens. Jillian's grandparents and great-grandmother Look, all came to the movies. I know, but you know what? It's Thanksgiving. You need to be grateful that Jillian has so many people that love her. Very true. We went to the very nice West Oaks Theater. You get a bad rap with West Oaks. We well, only saw one one end of your of your. That's okay. We don't need to see anything else. We don't else. see anything else. That we carousel, should. that movie theater, that's it. I'm good. We went and saw Frozen 2. We did see Frozen 2. It was so good. It made me a star. Now everybody says Samantha. Spoiler. Made but I you love a star. It. Good lord. I was the only person. In the entire world, I think. No, 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 no. I think in the whole I world. I did not like it at all. Didn't like it at all. I think it's an It shows that you have like a black soul. Obvious cash grab, pointless, worthless sequel that had... No discernible plot that made sense or was interesting. What child is going to be interested in that plot and understood that plot? None, because adults don't fucking get it either. Had no good songs. Nothing nothing that makes you walk out and be like, oh yeah, I can't wait to listen. Like When you hear Let It Go for the first time, it's like, it's a good ass song. Into the Unknown is, is really good. Nope. Christoph's love ballad is really nope. good. Yes. I, I. You're wrong. Vehemently hated it. <laughs> I think I've said a lot. I've hated it. It was bad. It was very bad. Well, why don't you save it for when we do that episode? Because you know, know you're gonna buy it when it comes so out. Many times. So it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks to be you. Sucks to suck. Speaking of sucking to suck, the following day, 
we went to a live performance. Oh, we did. That's right. That doesn't count. We went to the Disney Junior Holiday Party at the <sighs> Phillips Center in Orlando, Florida. If you're confused of what any of that is, do you know like Disney on ice? Well, now they do it in a theater without ice. It's an hour and 15, 20 minutes of Disney characters, Disney Junior characters, which are just adults dressed up like children. And then these or people mascots, that are living their dreams and performing. Singing songs from the TV show on stage, and it's just the corniest, silliest, stupidest thing of all time. Jillian had a great Jillian time. Jillian had an amazing she time. She had a great she time. Was so so cute. shut the she fuck so up sweet. about it. I'm so just shut sharing. up. Stop. We, we share our lives with people. I want to let them know what we did. Maybe somebody out there was like, should I go to the Disney Junior Hollywood party? Ho- holiday party. The only person who listens to this who would even consider it is friend of the show, Tyler Barr. Yes. Who's probably already gone. Tyler had four beers in an hour. <laughs> so, so, so we got to know. Um, Tyler would do the exact same thing. <laughs> probably. Uh, did we miss anything? Anything else that's been happening, going on? No, right? No. Two weeks from now, we'll have another movie that we've gone seen to uh, go over, recap. Yeah, we're going to see the movies on Black Friday. But for now, let's get into the culmination of the epic Toy Story saga. I don't remember if we read both boxes together last time. We did read okay, both so boxes together. Okay, so let's just go ahead and do it. So Samantha will read Toy Story 3. I will read Toy Story 4. Um, we also are going to briefly discuss the Toy Story tunes and the Toy Story shorts. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to read the packages. Yeah, don't read the yeah, packages. They don't count. Fine. I just brought them over so we can refer to them. Okay. Toy Story 3. This writing is really oh small. Oh my God, that's very it's small. It's really small, right? Oh, I have like hardly anything on mine. Great. <laughs> the creative minds behind Disney Pixar's groundbreaking animated blockbusters invite you back inside the toy box for a heartwarming and hilarious high-definition movie experience you'll never forget. Why do I always get these? In Toy Story 3, Woody, voiced by Tom Hanks, Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Tim Allen, and the rest of the Toy Story gang return for an all-new adventure along with a few new faces, some plastic, some plush, including Barbie's counterpart Ken, voiced by Michael Keaton, a thespian hedgehog named Mr. Pricklepants, voiced by Timothy Dalton, and a strawberry-scented bear named Lotso Huggin' Bear, voiced by Ned Beatty. It's the biggest, best, most exciting Toy Story of them all, raves Access Hollywood's Scott Mance. As Andy prepares to depart for college, Woody, Buzz, Jesse, and the rest of Andy's faithful toys wonder what will become of them. But when a mix-up lands them at Sunnyside Daycare... They meet a host of new toys and soon discover a wild new adventure is just beginning. Buzzing with hours of exclusive bonus features, including an interactive trivia game the, and the Pixar short ah, film Day and Night, it. Toy Story 3 goes to infinity and beyond on Blu-ray high def. So Not close. Fair, there are so many words. We're so close. So many precarious moments. Dang it, that sucks. Ugh. Well, tough titty. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you just totally just started reading it. I was waiting for you to stop talking. I did not. I was waiting for you to stop talking. There was a definitive break where you started reading it to prep yourself. I did You're not. A cheater. I flipped it over to You're see if I was missing anything. Cheater. Toy Story 4. Four stars, says Richard Roper, Chicago Sun-Times. 
Pixar Animation Studios proudly presents the adventure of a lifetime when Woody, Buzz, and the gang join Bonnie on a road trip with her new craft project-turned-toy Forky, the innocent little Spork's hilarious antics launch Woody on a wild quest filled with unexpected new characters and one long-lost friend. A soaring masterpiece stuffed with spectacular animation, humor, and heart, quote, Toy Story 4 will blow you away, says Kenneth Turan, the Los Angeles Times. Not fucking fair. Woo, baby! Well, I'm celebrating every 50 episodes. We have a competition scene between the back of the box, and whoever uh, has the most fuck ups has to watch a film series of the winners choosing. I am now how many ahead? Three. I'm three ahead. Back to three ahead. I like being ahead three. Two's a good buffer. Three is like, okay, okay. We're looking good. All right, we still have at least 20 episodes. We do. That is correct. So, so don't, get, don't get too happy because. I'm, I'm happy, baby. Don't I'm get happy. too happy because you're going to blow it. So, last week we gushed and gushed and gushed and gushed over Toy Story and Toy Story 2. And I, I made the bold proclamation that I, I think the Toy Story f- film franchise is the best film The best. Franchise. Specifically the first three, so not to jump ahead. Toy Story 3, I think, along with if I'm making a Mount Rushmore of animated movies, I think that Toy Story 3 is on with Toy Story 1. It's equally good, if not... I think I personally... I think Toy Story, Toy Story 3, 3 is my is favorite. my favorite, yes. Toy Story 3 is by far my favorite. Toy Story 4 is by far my least favorite. Absolutely. Toy Story 4 is very, very good. It's very good. It's... I felt it was unnecessary. Incredibly unnecessary. And we're going to get there more later on in the podcast. Yeah. But when I what, the comments that I made, I think I might even put a, not an asterisk, but like a stop in what I was saying last time that was like, the Toy Story trilogy, like, if it had ended on three, that's like Pantheon, I mean, you can't all-time beat it. You film. You can never beat it. You know, I don't think four, four does nothing to, to, to hamper it. It's a nice addendum to what you have going on. Yeah, it's but, unnecessary. But if it, it had it ended on three, it's like, God damn it, you're writing in history books about Toy Story. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. that, that. Yeah. And I like the shorts. Shit. I like the shorts. I sure. like what the shorts add to the overall um, universe. The catalog of Toy Story. Yes. yes. Which we'll get to the shorts and the tunes. Yeah. We'll do those in between three, three and four. four. Okay, because so all with... those take place basically before four. Um,. Yeah, so Toy Story 3, this was the, this and this will, I feel like this is the culmination of Pixar. Well, not yeah. that Pixar is shit in the bed now, but Pixar went on that murderer's run row of... And it, this is the apex. The murderer's run of Wally up and Toy Story 3 back to back to back. I mean, yeah. Is disgusting. Amazing. That's fucking Three of the bonkers. best animated films ever made. I mean, I think... I would say three of the four. And the, the fourth one being Toy Story. <laughs> like, it's nuts. So, when we saw Up, and we've done Up on the podcast, we've done Wally on the podcast already as well, you know, Up was the first Pixar movie that, like, really got me. Like, watching theaters just having tears. Like, I remember looking at you. down my and face. And I had never seen you crying like yeah. that in a movie, and I was shocked, yeah. and it just made me cry And I more. still do. Every time we watch, every time, Toys- even 
somebody talks about mm. it, you start crying. Toy Story 3 makes me openly weep. <laughs> Every like, time. I, oh, when, I, when I watch Up oh. Now, I still cry. I, I do. I cry just, but and just, it's just so beautiful. Be, you know, why do you cry? Tell everybody why you cry. In Up? Uh-huh. Oh, man, do I go for the joke here, or do I go No, for... see, the real reason is Thanksgiving be nice. <laughs> It just happens that every single time it's on, I just kind of sit on my balls. Um, <laughs> no, because that's going to be us. That is us. That's us. That's why. Don't touch me. You're my greatest adventure. Honk. I just honked her nose. Toy Story 3 makes me cry harder than up. Yeah, it makes you cry so hard. Just like, it just starts... I'm already bawling. And, and, like, we went, like, we watched them all in, like, close proximity to one another. So, also, like, we just took this journey. So, it's already opened up. Um, and then Jillian was watching. But now them. it hit me even harder because Jillian's watching with us. I'm going to fucking cry on this show. Uh, same as, yay. It just is so emotional and it's so perfectly well done. Like, while watching the movie... You always were wondering, like, are they going to go there? This wasn't originally what Toy Story 3 was. I don't remember if we talked about it last week or not, but they were going to do, like, some weird recall story. Yeah, we did they talk about it. They scratched it, and they finally went with, all right, so Andy's going to college. Like, he doesn't have his toys. So the movie is, like, really sad at the beginning because it's like, damn, you know, like, yeah, he's grown up. It makes sense, you yeah, know? Yeah, and we're, you know... In our 30s now. So we went through this. You know, yeah. we, we both talked about how we basically... I wish I didn't throw my fucking toys away. I know. I wish I didn't throw my toys away. But we both had lots of... We were very blessed. And we had lots of, of toys growing up. And we basically were kind of like loners. Yeah. When we were kids. You know, we played a lot with with our toys and, and, and stuff. And did a lot of these things and had the voices for them and everything. And so for me watching it, I was like, oh, so that's what, that's what my toys went through when I stopped playing with them. Sure. And, the, you know, it's just. And the whole time I was, I was just wanting, like, man, it would be really cool. I, I got exactly what my brain thought would be the best ending for the movie. And it's not like the boy gets the girl or like, you know, like predicting whatever. Right. I was like, man, it'd be really cool if Andy like played with his toys one more time. And then he does. And he's so happy, and the toys are so happy, and, and, then, they and, get then, they get, and then they get passed down. They get to say goodbye, and it's like the sweetest, most amazing moment. And then even before that, you had like the moment where it's like, oh my, is is, is they're what, gonna die? Is Disney about to kill fifteen people? They about to die. Like, they about like, to burn alive. Like there's no way they're getting out of this this time. Like, and then maybe they go to like toy heaven, and then everything's happy there, and they're like toys for dead kids, and like they would have figured it out, like. <laughs> That's terrible. Disney would never would have gone there. That's terrible. Can I just say, can I start the worst charity of all time? Hi, we're Toys for Dead Kids. <laughs> I don't know what that would entail. Do you have a toy that you think your dead child would like to be buried with? <laughs> Come on down the Toys for Dead Kids. Wherever things are, book, book, book. Fucking pay me. Um, it just, it's, it's like the greatest ending ever. It's, it's just, just so emotional. It's so perfect. That moment where like he's like talking about Woody to Bonnie, which is why I'm pissed off about Toy Story Four. Mm -hmm. That it you can just you hear it and you feel it in the little she waves the hand goodbye. And you know that it's him doing it, and 
It's just so beautifully done. It's such a yeah. great way to say goodbye to these characters that we grew up with. I mean, the first movie mm-hmm. we talked about came out when we were 13? The first seven? one? Came out in 95. We were eight. I was nine. Whatever. You're so horrible at math. No, you were eight. You were becoming nine. Okay, I was turning nine. I mean, so was what I. did I say? I was ten? Oh, it's close enough. You're just saying numbers 13? Now. 71. Go on. Ah. You're no, playing so, Tino. <laughs> so we basically grew up with them. I mean, the first sure. one came out when we were eight. I mean. And we watched, yeah. We, we watched we, We've had it. these characters for 25 years, like, and now we're going to the movies with our daughter. Right. So, I mean. For, and she loves them. She, you ask her, these are her favorite movies right now. Gotcha. <laughs> Did you know what's your favorite movie? Toy Story. It's like, yes. It's just so amazing and that's kind of what we talk about every time we watch a Disney Pixar movie about the impression that they make and how they've changed what movie watching is um you know there there are few things that have left an imprint on society on people on on pop culture the way that these movies have yeah. you know and it's 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 <sighs> it's something. And with all that, like the emotion behind it and the great storytelling, you still get really, really hilarious and funny moments. Mm-hmm. You get great character work. Quality villains. A good fucking villain. Good Finally villains. Finally in Toy Story. The only good villain in Toy Story. Because the fourth one ends up not even having a villain. Yeah. Um. You get... Some fresh, like, all the new characters in this one, compared to the fourth one, another complaint, are, like, they feel fresh. It's like, yeah, let's get a female dinosaur. Yeah, this does this uh, stuffed horse. Yeah, Mr. Pricklepants is the coolest thing ever. Even, like, Chuckles the Clown. And, the, like... The phone. Like, Ken. The and, like, phone that Augie had yeah. when, he, when he was like, a baby. Like, they all, like, serve a purpose, and none of them feel like they're just trying to fucking sell toys. Like... Everything that they do in the Toy Story movies felt organic, which is difficult to do because you obviously are going to sell billions of dollars in toys in it. But it all all served a purpose towards the story. Um, it's it's just unparalleled to I me. I mean, just the it's music. A, music's always good. Yeah, it's unparalleled. You're right. That's a great way to describe. I love the the, the opening. You get to watch like Andy's brain. With, like, how he visualizes what he's doing. Like, the very, very first uh, play scene you ever got from Toy Story 1 is blown up to, like, monster proportions mm-hmm. with Force Field Dog and... The and then, orphan. Yeah, and then the montage of, like, them growing up together and Slinky's butt not changing size. And when they're, like, the, like they're doing, like, all the stuff and they have, like, the tally of whatever. Oh, like, he's not growing. Yeah. It's, well, none of the toys grow, but it's just Slinky's butt is down at the bottom. No, because it's Slinky, Slinky's butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cute. Um, yeah, and then just the next thing you know, like, boom, like, they're in a, a box. Um, I have very, very few nitpicks um, that I always have to have. Um, the attic trash argument goes on, like, way too long. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, like, I get it. You know, like, why would they not believe Woody there after everything they've been through? Why would you not believe Andy here? Uh, Andy, why would you not believe Woody here? Because, well, well, I think what, that it was established. On? Like, Woody's the leader. Yes. But Woody also 
can be selfish and only look out for himself. Sure. So, like, in the first one, you know, they turned against Woody because of his behavior and everything like that, even though he was telling the truth in it, right? When Buzz fell out the window, he's like, oh, no, it was an accident. They're like, no, you pushed him on purpose. Yeah. Like, Woody was telling the truth, but they didn't believe him because they're toys. But I think it, I, I felt like it was similar to that. Like, like Woody's telling the truth, but they don't believe him because they're in, like, this wave of hysteria. Mm-hmm. I guess. It's just, the you know, what's funny is, like, Jillian's starting to react to movies now and, like, interact. Mm-hmm. So when she noticed the bag, she recognized that the garbage bag needed to go up the, in the attic. And then when Woody, uh, when uh, Andy's mom grabs the bag and starts going down the stairs and says the trash, Jillian just shook her head like, no, no, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, baby, it's going to be okay. She's like, no, no. And then she's like, oh no. What happened to them? Yeah. Like, what happened to Woody? Yeah. Like, she, she's, yeah, really interactive with them. Um, which led to a, a good bit with Buster, which was very funny to me. Um, they do a lot of, like, little things uh, that go a long way. Um, why would you need to reset your Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> Sometimes the toys get busted and you need to reset them. It's very interesting. It's just a way to get Richard Kind a payday. Sure. So have Richard Kind be a small little worm. He can't be bing bong in this. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's all the other really? I, have. Yeah. All the- I don't, I don't have, you know. Also, the movie gets, like, deep, you know. It gets real like, deep. It gets deep about the... I mean, the fourth one gets even more. Like, the fourth one gets into, like, like how, what it is to be a toy and how do you become a toy and what is your purpose as a toy. This one still gets into it, but it gets deep in just in terms of, like, the emotions of, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I guess growing up, not only as, as an adult, but toys having to grow up and learn with, you know, whatever they have going on. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you don't like? I do have a couple of performances as well, which we'll get to in LVP that I can that I can live without. Yeah, but no, I mean overall, I think it's great. I, I mean, there is a piece of this I would change. What that is I it? hate what I that I abhor. Go on. There's a stupid symbol monkey, which I think I've talked about before on this show. I think I discussed uh, how this monkey killed my grandfather. Go on. Did I tell that story yet? Tell it again. I'm going to tell it again. So the symbol monkey, you know, the monkey with the symbols, goes, eh, 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 and it beats them together, played a predominant role in this movie, and I was terrified when it came on the screen because my, excuse me, my mother had one, I guess, growing up. My grandfather was obsessed with it. And um, this was in England. When they came over to America, I guess they didn't bring it, like they got lost or something. My mom found one on eBay and bought it, and at my 19th birthday, which is on Christmas Eve, gave it to my grandfather, who cracked up. It's the creepiest thing with these big bulging eyes and everything. The next day, my grandfather died, okay? We threw this damn monkey toy in the trunk. Also, my mom and I had just recently watched um, this movie about like the monkey's paw and it's like had this monkey that came to life and like killed everybody it's very traumatizing so we threw this monkey toy in the trunk and uh sold it to somebody and 
They yeah. immediately died. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, no, so it's just it's traumatizing. That person, Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, That's mean. Please don't spread that rumor. So, fair. I, for, I totally forgot about that part. Um, yeah, so that, 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 I don't like. <laughs> very fair. But for personal reasons, not related to this movie at all. Who? If you were a toy, what kind of toy would you be? Did I ask that on the last one? <laughs> I'd be an action figure. I'd be... Would... No, you would be a doll. Because you would have brushable hair. Why would I... What? Why would I have brushable hair? Isn't that the difference between action figures and dolls? No. What's that difference between action figures and dolls? Action figures are for boys. No, that's not true. You worked in a toy store for many years. And you're the one who told me that the difference between action figures and toys is that... And dolls is that action figures... Yeah, and guess don't what? have that brushable went out hair. Of business. Because they classified their toys of their incorrectly. Because propaganda they forced to spout. Because they classified their toys Ain't incorrectly. Ain't no little girls playing with no goddamn action figures. Just say our Jillian has action figures. Yeah, because I'm forcing her to have action figures. No, I mean, no, the, I, I. An action You figure. would be the combat Carl that didn't get high fives. I was the other day. Where were we? Where I was like, I held my hand up for a high five and I didn't get it. I'm like, oh man, fuck, I'm combat Carl. When was that? I said it. I was like, I'm fucking combat Carl. I forget when it was. But it happened. Oh, it's going to keep happening now. It sucks. What, what would I be? I don't care. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you, you would be a really annoying, like, toddler toy. Just, like, loud, big, over-exaggerated features. Um entertaining somebody with a small brain. <laughs> no, you'd be a beautiful princess. Doll. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I was going to ask you who is like your favorite new character in this movie. We already went over mine. Mine's Mr. Pricklepants. We all know yours is Mr. Just, Pricklepants. Just for the very first moment like he gets introduced and like he's like, hey guys, I gotta do something here. And Mr. Pricklepants like breaks what he's doing and goes Shh, and goes right back really quickly like standing in place. It's like the funniest thing to me. It also helps that all three of the, like all those characters are voiced by like really funny good people. Like Timothy Dalton is an under is underrated in like comedies and stuff. Uh, Jeff Garland is Buttercup, who's very funny. Uh, Christian Shaw is great. Uh, Bonnie Hunt, whatever. But uh, yeah, all all good things. I mean, I like all of the characters, but I mean, Lotso is just yeah, Lotso something else. So let's get an MVP and LVP. I think Lotso is the MVP of the I movie. I mean, it ju- he just does such a good job of of being that first introduction, like that nice, friendly... Well, hello oh. there. I'm Lotso Hugging Bear. Do it again? Well, hello there. That's <laughs> stoned what? Billy D. Williams. What doing, happened there? I'm Colt Malt Liquor with a Lotso <laughs> Hugging Bear. I had it the other molasses. I had molasses tramalatsa again bad. Um I no. hate you so much. I had it. Well hello there. Well hello there. Hello there. Well hello there. Well hello there. I'm Lotso Hugging Bear. There we go. Like I had it. Hey, you wanna do your Janice impression from the nope. Muppets? Yeah. Uh 
he's just so like nice and jovial, and he's he's, he's then he's just such a shit bird. And then he's like, "No, you need to stay here." They abandoned you. <laughs> and then like he's he's I wrote this fucking Lotso because like they save him and he, he's still just a bad bear. Bad he runs bear. away. He sets bad him up bear. De- he just sets him up for death. I I think I don't know if the movie. I think the movie is still great because obviously the first two were still great with Sid and with Al. But this one, like, the stakes feel, like, more drastic on multiple levels because, you know, not having an owner with Andy, you know, potentially the incinerator, uh, you know, being stuck in this uh, daycare and getting, like, destroyed essentially by these kids, which horrifies me what happens in Jillian's daycare. Um, But... Tom Hanks was the MVP for the first two movies, and Tom Hanks routinely does a good job throughout all four of these movies. Agree. And I think he always has to be considered the leading candidate because Woody is the heart and soul of all four of the movies. Um, but to me, the value in this comes from what puts this movie just a tad over Toy Story 1 to me is the, is lots is lots of the villain. And, and the new characters and, right. and he's he's like the most prominent it, one. It's it so Toy Story the Toy Story franchise is a great ensemble movie, right? We talked about this. Yes. You know, uh, Woody Buzz, Ham, p- Potato Head, like Rex, mm-hmm. all of them in the first one, and then you add in um, Jesse and Bullseye to help round it out. Mm-hmm. Like this brings it to a next level with the ensemble with adding in. Ken and Lotso and Barbie has mm-hmm. more of a role and Mrs. Goldberg Potato Head, the <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg octopus. I just, I mean, I just think that it just takes that ensemble to another level, and I think it they do it so well that they it all plays off each other really well. I think Tim Allen does a really great job in this as well. You don't? He's on my short LVP list. Really. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job in this, playing two different buzzes, essentially. Um, I get that. Ultimately, I probably won't go with him. Just, he sounded off to me. It sounds like he had a fun ten years to me, is what I mean. I, I, like, he just sounds, he's delivering his lines a little weird. He just sounds a little odd and off. Like, uh-huh. I don't know, just... I like Spanish Buzz more than Tim Allen. I like Spanish Buzz. <laughs> Spanish Buzz is a really good bit. Spanish That's a great Buzz bit. was a really good bit. I so Tim Allen, I think, ultimately is a byproduct of he's not Tom Hanks, and you have to understand and that. So that. after the first one, in each movie, they had to give him something kind of off the wall to do. So oh hey, you think you're real Buzz again? Oh hey, you're real buzz again, and then you're not gonna talk because you're Spanish. And the fourth one, oh, you're stupid and don't know your your button is your inner voice. Like he gets kind of like the gimmicky stuff to do. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, somebody has uh, to. So are we giving Ned Beatty the MVP here? I think so. Oh, good for Ned Beatty. Ned ba- and Ned Beatty, Ned Beatty man, always liked Ned Beatty. Uh, Deliverance. You're a tie. She that? threw you away. She threw me away, you big baby. <laughs> I'm just doing Red Fox now, you big baby. Um, yeah, like he doesn't do much anymore, um, Ned Beatty. But God, when he does, and they wanted to have Ned Beatty 
in stuff for a very, very long time. They want to do the Lotso character, like an evil teddy bear, for a very long time, and he absolutely crushes it when he finally uh, gets there. Um, when the fuck did he win a... He won an MTV Movie Award for Best Villain in what? I'm gonna go, just real quick, for no reason, I'm going to go over the MTV Movie Award Best Villain winners. Rebecca De Mornay, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Jennifer Jason Lee, Single White Female. It's all white bitches. Alicia Silverstone, Crush. Dennis Hopper, Speed. Kevin Spacey, Seven. Jim Carrey, Cable Guy. Mike Myers, Dr. Evil. Uh, Matt Dillon and Steven Dorff. That was an off year. Wait, did they just give it to him for lots of Ugg Bear? I'm just going to scroll. Sorry, because it stopped being interesting to me. Uh, where the fuck? Oh, was it nominated or won? Oh, nominated. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, damn, good for him. Uh, so LVP. So I had Tim Allen on my list. Who do you have? Um, on my LVP list? Yes. Andy. Andy? Andy's mom. That's Lori Metcalf. Oh, Lori. Andy's mom has a really good moment when she gets in the room. She's like, oh. Like, you just feel like the weight of her, like, realizing her son's going away to college yeah. is very short and simple. I get your point about Andy because it's obvious that this was, that, that it's the same child, which I love when they do that. You know, 14 years he, later. He didn't take acting lessons over the last 10 years. No, he probably works for, like, he probably works for, like, a cubicle for fucking, like, Qualcomm or something now. Um, and they did him a solid. Oh, man, you know, probably gonna go for Andy. He does have a couple good moments. No, yeah, it's fucking Andy. The other person I was gonna say was Joan Cusack. Who I know you never I mean, like. Look, that's fine with me. You could put John Cusack. I felt in this one. She finally. I finally got your point about her being a little much. It's just over exaggerated and not in a good way. I think you are right, and it's Andy. <laughs> and it's that, Andy. When you said it, like that sucks. But yeah, like you can tell he hasn't done anything. Let's double check. Right. I mean, I like when he talks about. And he introduces all of the toys to Bonnie. But even then, I'm like, man. Yeah. Oh, I actually hit Don Rickles' face. Don Rickles also does a great job in this one. He does. Which is a good, like, swan song for him. Because I don't think he does much in, like, all the shorts and the tunes. Um, wait, how is this kid 35? So he was, like, 11? I'm so confused. Uh, mm. They first had to seek out... Oh, boy. Hmm. All right. I'm going to read. So John Morris is the LVP of Toy Story 3, who played Andy. I'm going to read his career. In 1991, while auditioning for the role of Andy in Toy Story, I don't know why he auditioned four years before the movie was made, he brought some of his X-Men action figures and made voices for them. The Pixar staff loved it, and he gave him the part. Morris was brought back on in Toy Story 3 by the request of the director, Lee Unkrich, who took over for John Lasseter. On the Blu-ray, Unkrich elaborated that they had first had to seek out contact information for Morris. Then there was a growing concern over whether his voice would sound right, fears that were relieved when Unkrich first called Morris and heard his voicemail greeting. Uh, he had also had minor fame as voicing Pepperoni in the 1997 video game Lego Island. What? He went to, uh, he went to UCLA <laughs> School of Theater and Film. No, he didn't. He, he sure did. He didn't do anything else. Yeah, it's John Morris. Um... What else on Toy Story 3? I mean, it's just so... It's just such a beautiful arc. I just love it so much. Another MVP candidate we didn't discuss. Uh, so I mentioned Don Rickles killed it. 
Um, I like all the new characters. Also, Michael Keaton is Michael Ken. Michael Keaton killed it as Ken. He he's so, if if he was I don't know, maybe like three more scenes, I might have forced it because he crushes every scene. He, like the motion, fashion show. Like yeah, like all the Barbie and Ken stuff is very funny. Like very the like the, the like all of his passion. It's really odd they go like for that joke so many times, and it always kind of works. It always works. And it's not offensive. Like, what great penmanship. And it's Ken. It's like, what are they trying to say here? Um, like Ken's a girl's doll. I get it. Sure. <laughs> that's all they're saying. Um, yeah, I think that's the only thing I, I forgot to uh, to mention. So, yeah. Also, uh, this one, the first one, that was Jim Varney. Blake Clark took over for Jim Varney. Can barely tell. <laughs> Can barely tell at all. Um, yeah, everyone else, everyone else does their, their damn job. Score for Toy Story 3? Uh, 10. It is a 10. So Toy Story, the first franchise that will get multiple pins in the box. Took me long enough to find a pin. No, but there's another one over here. And it's specifically for Toy Story 3? I think so. I don't know where it is now. I'll figure it out. I lost it now. I'll find something. Um... So, before we get to Toy Story 4, as we mentioned, uh, Toy Story 3, the short in front of it was not a Toy Story short. It was partly, no, it wasn't partly cloudy. It was day and night. Which is I good. liked that short. I like it. It's on, it's on my top. No. Do you have, do you have a top, uh, Justin and I did this at work the other day, and I forgot that. I yes. meant to bring it. What is your, like, your top five Pixar shorts? I, I like Jerry's Game. Okay. The chess game. Yes. For the old man. I really yes, like yes. that one. Um. I also will allow just Disney shorts, because... I looked at them. Some of the Pixar, some of the shorts that I was thinking of weren't actually before Pixar movies. They were before like Wreck It Ralph or Frozen. Like hmm. some of these Toy Story ones were before other movies. So oh. just any. Well, without a short. list, I yeah. mean, I would say I like Jerry's Game. I like um, the Paperboy one. Paperman. Paperman. Yep. I like also. I liked Bow. Bow's in my top five. I, liked, I cried in Bow. I liked Bow. <laughs> I cried a during lot. fucking Bow. <laughs> that was before Wreck It Ralph too, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about that yeah. at work the other day, yeah. but I I like that. Um, I'm trying to think of what other ones there are. I really like the one with the puppy. Yep. The dog and that's then, in my top five as well. Yeah. I forget what the name of it is, but yes. The yeah. dog and he, those are three of my five. And then well, I said four of them, so. Yeah, I, I. Oh, you don't like Jerry's game? It's not in my top. Five. It's very good, but it's not in my and top. And then five. I would say probably the birds on the wire. I don't know why I like that one. Interesting. With all of the birds. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, what what are your Presto? Oh, I like Presto. Presto is the funniest. I one. like Presto. Um, That's a good oh, one. I'm gonna forget the fifth one now. It's partly cloudy is good, but it's not partly cloudy. Disney short. Let me see if we can find Disney all Disney animation. Give me a list. Give me a list. Nope. Come on. Uh, Paper Man. Feast is the dog one. Feast is the name of the dog one, yes. Um, there's another one that I'm looking for here. And I'm not going to find it in time. That's going to piss me off. Um, damn it. Maybe it was partly cloudy. Well, if I... So there is a couple... I think of mine would be one of the Toy Story tunes. Small Fry is the best Toy Story tune. Oh, Small Fry? Small Fry is, is amazing. So I hadn't seen it before. Good. 
And yeah, it, you did, because we, we saw it in theaters. I promise you, we saw it before. I'll look up and tell you what movie it was before. I don't before. remember it. Uh, Jack Jack Attack is another oh, good Oh, I like, like Jack Pixar Jack Attack, short. yeah. Um, Bounden is okay. Um, let me go to Collection 2, because I'm missing one. I really like Small Fry, though. I don't remember ever seeing that one Some before. of the ones that are on, like, the DVDs, like, also, like, so I like Bernie. I like Doug's Journey. Um, Small Fry was before, come on, you were before, what were you before? Before the Muppets. What? The Muppets. The, 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 the Muppet movie with Jason Segel, Amy Adams, we saw that in theaters. It was before the Muppets. I don't remember. Yep, positive. I just verified it. Okay, yeah, but I don't, I just don't remember seeing it. Um, damn, there is one I'm missing and it's gonna drive me crazy. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. External links. Oh, here we go. Nope, those are... Oh, there we go. I said bow. Piper is another good one. Oh, I like Piper. Not lava. That's the one with the bird. I know. It's just not my top five. Oh, okay, maybe that was. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, of the three tunes, Small Fry about... Because Small Fry is just the rule of infinity related to fucking Happy Meal toys. And the thing I think I mentioned at some point was I like the fact that they did, like, they hit everything. They hit on bath toys and, like, outside toys and Happy Meal toys. Like, they kind of got a piece of everything, you know? That was cool. I like that. Yeah. And then they got, like, carnival toys, antiques. Like, everything kind of gets its own little piece. Nothing gets stale. So Small Fry is my favorite just because they just come up with the funniest, dumbest toys that can be in a Happy Meal, ever. It's right. so damn good. Uh, Hawaiian Vacation is also very good. That one was With was Cannon Barbecue. Party Source Rex, I think, is my least favorite of the three. Um, just because it's, it's just too much Wallace Shawn. It's, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's what it I is. I liked that. It's still, it, it's still good. Um, and then we watched the shorts. So these were actually aired on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, one was aired around Christmas time. I think that was the time that... Uh, Toy Story that time forgot, and then Toy Story of Terror was obviously done for Halloween. For Halloween, uh, Toy Story of Terror is maybe the funniest Toy Story thing. I love it. It's just twenty two minutes, and it's hilarious. There's that one moment where I forget. So the premise of you've never seen it is they're on a road trip with Bonnie, and they uh, go to a creepy hotel. They go to a hotel, and like they're watching like a scary movie or something, and and Jesse's Jesse's scared. It's it's. Jesse's scared to go back in the dark or go like in a box or anything again, and they get taken. Get out. over it! They get taken out by like this lizard. It turns out, and the the hotel owner is like selling them on eBay and stuff. But they keep getting like, like, randomly scooped up or like creepy things happen. They're walking somewhere, and somebody's in mid sentence, and they just like like a flash, like, boom, and they're gone. And I think it's like Jesse, Woody, and Buzz all like turn just like look at each other and it's the, the way they do it it's like the funniest time thing ever it really is very good and then you get combat carl like like yeah, intro, introducing, introducing carl, him and mini, mini mini carl and then the way that this the way we uh we played it they also had vintage toy commercials in Loved the thing it. the old timer clock commercial was awesome was so- and then you had like whatever like the the like the transformatron commercial so and a combat car commercial exactly like the G.I. Joe's. Like, it was just really, impeccable. really good. Absolutely impeccable. Uh, Toy Story, The Time Forgot, is also very good. 
because it gets into um, kind of like the toys that don't know who they are again type thing. Uh, Trixie kind of takes center stage there. Gets a little lost in, in the sauce of, of it all, but it's still good. The cat is very funny. <laughs> the cat ornament. <laughs> I love the cat ornament. Um, but yeah, I, I would encourage you all to check yeah, those out. It was great. Like it, it, they're good. They're good appendixes. They're, Appendi. Yeah, they're they're good little stories. Appendi. Appendices. Appendices. Uh, Alexa, Amazon. How do you pluralize appendix? Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Oh, Amazon, what is the plural of appendix? The plural form of appendix is appendices. Yes. Appendices. Or appendices. Thank, Thank you. you. So Toy Story 4. So we just came out this year. Saw it in theaters. We were so, like, emotional about going to see it with Jillian, going to see a Toy Story movie in theaters with our, our little girl. Um, and like we talked about earlier, it is very good. It was fine. If it wasn't a Toy Story movie, it's it'd fine. be great. I have higher expectations for several. Toy Story. I see. I didn't go with expectations because watching the trailers and the preview, something fell off with it, and it's and it not that it was off. It, it's still good. I have a cup. I have several rudimentary philosophical problems with the movie. Uh, before I get into the actual content of the movie, I wish that John Lasseter was not. A piece of shit who made people uncomfortable because we called it even though we did we called it even though uh how is our son even though i have no idea he's dead john lasseter she and her writing partner still get like story credit on but rashida jones and i think his name's like will mccormick or something were yes. supposed to get a writing we're supposed to write the screenplay and I, I, I like Celeste and Jesse forever. I thought it would be a very, very good like take on it. It was going to be just straight up like a rom-com about Woody trying to find Bo Peep. And they bowed out when John Lester kept giving hugs that nobody wanted. Um, and so like they kind of revamped everything. Like almost every Toy Story kind of has been done, you know? My problem with... There are just... So many things that after three movies, I feel are definitively against the characters right. themselves. It took everything that they built Woody up to be in the last three movies and said, fuck it. And like I, get, they, they, I, I get that you need to have story progression. You have to have things move on. But you can't do it with Woody. Like, you can't. No. You can't. You just can't do it with Woody. Woody's deal from the get-go has been the most important thing is to be a toy and to be there for your kid. Mm -hmm. Well, now you're going to abandon your kid. And now because... Because you're in love with this other toy. I don't know how love works between toys. Uh, What was my quote here? Uh, How do toys fuck? Oh, that's easy. I'll show you after. What? Huh? (laughs) No, Um, I don't know. How do they fuck? That's a good question. If you were a toy, who would you fuck? What? Um, I, 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 need... get, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that kids are different. Like, not every kid is going to romanticize their toys like Andy did. You know what I mean? Like, kids are different. Kids are fickle. Kids have differences. But... Cool. This movie makes me want to go, fuck Bonnie. And that's not cool. That's not right. I shouldn't say fuck. To, what are you used to going off for right now? God, don't look up anything right now. Okay, good. Stop. 
Thank you. Um, because she's given explicit instructions, and sure, she's like four, but like, you have to take really good care of this, okay? This is the most important toy to me ever. Okay. And then the next thing you know, she's just, whatever. You know what I mean? She's gonna, she's gonna, like, she's not gonna throw Forky away in six months. Right. You know? I get that. That's real. I don't need real in my Toy Story movies, bro. I know. It's, it's, it, I know. And I think it just does. It shows the imperfections of children. It does, but. but and I don't want, I don't want that. Right, but you also had taken the previous movie to establish that this Bonnie loves toys and mm-hmm. plays with all these toys. Really and creative. Very creatively. Very loves the toys. Soul, spirit. Yes. Like, I mean, she went searching for, for her cowboy toy, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, 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 you can't negate everything that you establish just because you want it to work for your plot. Because now, Bonnie didn't care about any of her other toys. Just the four spork that she mm-hmm. made. Didn't but, care that she couldn't find Woody. Didn't care that she couldn't find Buzz. And that's not that's not the legitimate thing. If we are on a vacation thing. and Jillian loses a spork toy, I'm kicking her in the face. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's good for the deposition. Uh, sorry, I'm not going outside to look for your spork toy. <laughs> I love you. I'm not doing it. You should be careful with your spork. It's the dumbest sense I've ever said. All right, I gotta remember this podcast. And when you said this. Because that's the biggest lie I've ever heard you tell. Damn it's it. the biggest lie I've ever heard you tell. Jillian loses her spork toy. You're going to go to fucking Walmart and buy her another one. No, you're going to be coming outside. Uh, hey, honey, it's 1030 and it's raining. Uh, come inside. Yeah, it's okay. I almost got the eyeball. Like, <laughs> as I'm under you, the house somehow. You would put it together on your own. It would be the most whacked out thing because you're not crafty at all. It's true. And, and you would do that for Jillian. Yeah. And, and like, before he goes, so, like, I, the kindergarten scene is really sweet. Like, it's he very goes, sweet. like, he, he protects but what Bonnie. He says shit kids. All of them. And then just, all of them, yeah. All like, of them. Fuck them. If she's they shy, do that to, they're trying to show, like, kids yeah. are nervous and stuff. If they do that to Jillian, I'm going to, I yeah. will. I you will, will play with her and then give me five dollars. <laughs> exactly. I will. No. I'm gonna sit in this little ass chair. I'm no. gonna watch you play. I'll, I'll bully a six year old. I will. I don't have any qualms. Uh, but before then, that's not Woody. That's just not Woody. Like, like the way that he is, like, like a hypochondriac almost, where Dolly has to like calm him down and do whatever. It's. I've had. So I don't like this movie as much as the movie about the reference. But also this year had something that, to me, I vehemently disagreed with. And that was the end of Endgame. And how I get what was done. But Captain America should have been the one to sacrifice himself. Not Tony Stark. Not Iron Man. That's That's, a podcast for another podcast. It is. And we'll get there. He sacrificed for so long, he he gets something for him. That's great. Is that the right move, and is that what the character's about? And for both these characters, it's not. It's just not. I've seen how many stories that have proven it as such. It's just not what it's supposed to be. And this is the same thing. 
And they also, to me, don't do a well enough job throughout the movie to establish that this is the right move for Woody through, like, him and Bo's... Him and Bo had better chemistry the other first two movies just doing their little shit than they do here. You know? And I didn't like the transformation of Bo Peep. No. Also, like, she's made of, like, porcelain and glass, right? Yeah. So why does she look... Like, how can she just, like, change her looks? Yeah, and, like, in the first movies, like, she wasn't as... as Flexible and uh, malleable. Oh, let me tell you, she looks pretty flexible to me now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that Bo Peep ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will never be drinking out my nose. I'm sorry, what was that? That I Bo Peep ass, though. <laughs> Man, you, tell what, you can tell the day John Lasseter got fired. <laughs> <laughs> when he brought that story, but he was like, John, we're going to need to see you in my office. But that's my office. Yeah, John, maybe not go to your office anymore. <laughs> you have a problem, sir. Yeah, so she, uh, I just didn't, I just didn't buy into it. I didn't buy into it. I, yeah, I, I, you couldn't get me to buy in. I, there's, there's. I didn't, and honestly, I wasn't as attached to Bo Peep. I wasn't time. as attached to her in the first movie. No. To warrant me caring about her enough to wonder what she's been up to and care that now she's lost her, she's living her best life. All right? Live your best life, girl, but I don't need to see it. Yeah. It didn't do anything for me. This movie also spends way too much time on the new characters, most of which who I do like, Ooh. but with Toy Story 3... I don't like these new fucking creepy-ass characters that they keep bringing in. <laughs> with Toy Story 3, you just got bits and pieces of them, and you're like, oh man, I hope I get more of those later on. Who are you doing? Oh, the dummy? Uh-huh. Benson? That's a bad Benson. Vincent. No, his name's Benson. Vincent. Benson. I'm Vincent. Wanna, how much do you want to bet? I bet you 50 bucks. You'll give me fifty dollars right now. Fifty dollars right now. Vincent is the name. Fifty dollars and an extra reading credit. Fifty dollars and extra reading credit. His name's Benson. Vincent. Cool. So let me go to the Funko they made of Benson from Toy Story Four. Benson, Toy Story Four. Oh look, even a costume. Oh my God! Look, here is Walmart selling Disney Pixar, Toy Story, Woody, and Benson. Vincent. His name is Benson. You shook my hand, goddammit. Here is the Funko I was directly referencing that is a licensed product from Toy Story. Come on, Target. Load any moment now. It's coming anytime. Maybe Vincent. I should... Oh, look right there. You want me to maximize that for you? Benson. Get this shit out of here. <laughs> so now I am up... Four on our bet, and you owe me 50 bucks. I'm not giving you 50 bucks. <laughs> you shook my hand. I'm not giving you 50 bucks. You shook my goddamn hand, man. I don't care. That's so, that's so not cool. You lost a bet. You pay. I would have I literally immediately transferred $50 of my You personal... have $50 in your personal account. I do. I do. I would have had to get 50 bucks to help me pay my credit card bill next month. <laughs> I'm just saving. <laughs> But I've been like, hey, go buy your, go get your nails done on me. Uh-huh. You could do that anytime. No, I, because his name is Benson. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to bite your fingers off. <laughs> you can't get no fucking pedicures, manicures ever again. 
Also, now, let me do my Benson impression. Hold on. Alec, ask for me. What? Like, 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 ask for Benson to come around. Like, I'm turning my head. It's ben- a podcast, but this is a visual joke. What? Just say, like, hey, Benson, how you doing? Hey, Vincent, how you doing? His name is Benson, <laughs> goddammit. Hey, Robert Gilmay. Hey, Benson, how you doing? That's bad. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, but, like, in this, you hardly get any Rex, any Ham, any Jesse, any of the new characters, besides, like, a couple lines here and there. Mr. Potato Head is all just Don Rickles' archived audio, and that sucks. But, and I like the new, I like most of the new characters. I think Forky is awesome. Very existential, which I was referencing earlier about how this movie gets deep. Like, how am I alive? <laughs> Like, why am I a thing? And then, like, the conversation that Woody... The Woody... The conversation that Woody and Buzz have when, like, Buzz like, well, your inner voice, you know? And, like... But it also kind of gets into, like, yeah, like, how does... Like, what, what, what's going on here? Like, why are these toys a thing? How does a toy become? Um, obviously, uh, Bunny and Ducky, Key and Peel are hysterical. Amazing. Amazing. The best parts of the movie are them doing, like, the plush rush stuff and them just being, like, outrageous... Combat Carl and Combat Carl Jr. wanting a high five is very good. Um, Duke Boom, just Keanu Reeves crushing it. Amazing. But with all the complaints we had earlier about like feeling betrayed by the way these characters are, the story just also didn't hold my attention like the other ones do. I felt there were more stakes in three. No, not even three, in like Toy Story of Terror. And oh, the yeah, toy yeah. and time forgot like, like yes, in the yes, show yes. like in, in in Toy Story of Terror like Jesse is in a FedEx box, like Woody's about to get shipped out to China or something, which was another nice callback. Um, we literally tried to like fast like rewind and pause to see if it was like that Owl, museum that or Al buying Woody in that. Yes. Um, it, but it doesn't. I don't feel the stakes. I don't feel invested. The other toys aren't focused on. It's just. It's just. You know, uh, the end did hit me harder this time because it was the culmination of us having watched all these again. Yeah. In the theater, so the thing that gets me the most in this movie, I I don't openly weep or sob or like burst into tears. No. I kind of like it, like like little sniffles. I'm like, oh, is when the little girl is lost and Gabby gets her. Oh, arm. that that I think is the best part of the movie for me. Yeah, it is to me. Redeem as well. the villain. Yeah, like there's you no see, villain, which is good. You see the main. It, it just calls it back to to what these toys are. And I think it answers a lot of questions, like, for Forky and all that. Like, like why are toys for that? Mm-hmm. That's why. You're there to comfort a child, to be there when they need you. When they need you and things like that. Yes. So I think it, it did a good job of kind of summarizing that. Yes. In that scene. Yeah. Um, having no villain, kind of having that, like, a twist. Like, even, like, the scene where, like, she, like... Explains to Woody again. I don't think Woody would have ever had done this. Yeah, I don't think Woody would have done it. But your voice box. But she's not a bad person, and she makes a lot of valid points. And ultimately, that's why I think he does it. But so I, you know. But the the ending hit me a little harder. That like I know now. Like yeah, I'm never gonna see like Tom Hanks as Woody ever again. I might see Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear, but um, because I keep getting him checks, Tim Allen. But like it hit me. But they didn't stick the landing on it. Like, they the didn't. third one. Like, they didn't. Like, I'd, I would have preferred, you know, like, just fucking go all out. Like, each character gets a minute. 
It's like, I'm going to miss playing checkers with you, Woody. And like, Who that's, that so that's Slinky Dog. I didn't fool what. I'm going to miss playing checkers. Dr. Teeth, what are you doing? Here? Uh, greetings and felicitations, everybody. Dr. Teeth from the Electric Man here. Uh, you like those? What, what was your favorite toy? My favorite toy growing up? The one I owned. What was it? My toy. What did it do? It was held in my hands and I played with it. Great. Oh, that sounds general. <laughs> Great. I'll see you next week. Bye. Um, I realized my Slinky Dog was also like a fucking shitty like Lexington, Kentucky radio DJ. <laughs> Got it, Bob. Howdy. Welcome to Slinky and the Dog here on WPX2. Um, time for traffic update. Woo, 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 woo. Bark, bark, bark. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, they shake hands, they hug, Misha, and it's like, hey, what are you doing up here? Oh, yeah, Forky's on the, the window. Forky! And, then, and like, that, that's it. Okay, oh, gotta move this along. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. Give us time. And I knew, I knew it was gonna be to infinity beyond to end it as it should be. The thing that bothered me is I had expectations for it because leading up to Toy Story 4, like interviews and stuff, Tim Allen had to open his cocaine-filled mouth about, like, in interviews, he's like, I couldn't, like, I could barely get through, like, at the end of the movie. It's, like, so emotional. I'm like, oh, God, don't tell me this. The last the last one so, was horrible. And he's like, I warned Tom, who they still never met. Um, I know we went over, they record their lines together, but still, just different rooms. It's just a uh, big lie. Okay. Uh, was like, you're, you're in a struggle to get through this. Like, it really hits you hard. And I was like, fuck, what is going to happen? And then, like, when the movie started, I immediately know, I was like, well, Woody and Buzz are going to go their separate ways. I know, but... And then I, it happens, and then it's like... But I don't think it should have happened. It shouldn't have. Because it wouldn't have happened. The whole point is to show this friendship, that it's everlasting, to yeah, infinity and beyond. But you can't split them up. You can if they finally... If Tom Hanks is like, I'm done, you know? Yeah, but Tom Hanks would never say that. Yeah, Tom Hanks wouldn't say go. Yeah. Why does Bo look different? I I mentioned the also like Buzz is just too much of an idiot in this. You've been a you've been a toy. You know you've been a toy for like what twenty years now, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I said earlier, it's just it gave Tom Tim Allen something to do. Um, is there anything else that you really really like about the movie or really really don't like about the movie? I really liked Buttercup's deal in this. <laughs> I did, I like I like the bit of of just the recurring we could do something to get dad arrested <laughs> like I don't know why I liked it those was little contributions yeah Th those um, added to the overall kind of like little enjoyment of it I liked those that's I like that something a lot. I d that made me think of something I was going to mention I don't like it, and I feel like it's been a trend in Pixar movies for the past few years and then this one really did it if you're if it's like an animal. Or if it's like a fucking toy or something like, I don't want it fucking interacting with humans or cars and shit. Like in Finding Dory, there's a squid driving a fucking truck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And in this, it's like the lengths they have to go to. And even in t 2, when they're driving like the Pizza Planet car, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm spending my disbelief obviously for toys doing whatever it is. But in this, it's just like too much for it to be believable right, right because the whole thing is like they're not supposed to be seen or heard but then they're like, being, like the GPS and yeah, like being the gps yeah like we're doing being the gps 
Yeah, Buzz is like, oh, Bonnie left her backpack outside. It's like, Buzz is just talking now. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, that stuff kind it's of... It's breaking all the rules. Again, it's just not... It's like, well, we've done three movies. What can we do now? I guess fucking just try this. It, it just doesn't ring true. Um, I wish there was more Duke Kaboom. I like Duke Kaboom a lot. It'd been great, like, if he, you know, like, lands in the... In, like, the fair, and, like, this, like, the guy walks by, he's like, my Duke Kaboom. Hey, Rajon, get over here. Like, if Duke Kaboom's held by Rajon again. Yeah. Be, like, the cool nice. thing. Sorry. Rajon. Who? Rajon. Who? Rajon. I really like Bunny and, and Duck. Ducky and, and Bunny. Said that. We said that. Yeah. I our, like their bit, too. Yeah. I like their recurring bit of, like, how they were going to, like, get the key. Mm-hmm. And they jump and attack the lady, and then they have, like, the lasers. I like that whole thing. So, we got MVP and LVP. MVP, I got three candidates. Tom Hanks, as usual. Again, I'm not putting Tom Hanks on trial for what the writers do here. Also, I do feel definitively, so, like... The first two movies are Lasseter. The third one's Lee Unkrich, who was always, like, the assistant director. Anyway, this is some new guy, Josh Cooley. And, and it just feels like a different spirit. Not yeah. There's nothing necessarily that bad spirit. with it, but, you know, it, it just it, something's not there. So Tom Hanks does a really good job, you know. Mm-hmm. His emotion, you know, he knows the character. There is beer. Built somewhere. I think it's this. <laughs> Yeah, we might just want to, like, write, like, spray the couch on or something. I just keep smelling beer. Um, okay. There's, the like, the beginning of the movie that I like that shows you, like, what happened to Bo Peep mm-hmm. when they're rescuing R.C. Um, like, that scene is also very good and very emotional. So, Tom Hanks is one. My other two, Christina Hendricks as Gabby Gabby. Mm-hmm. Another quality, not villain, but another quality performance that you don't get in the first two of that nature and my third one would be tony hale as forky because i think it's very difficult to fucking pull off that character uh, that could have been like jar jar banks you know what i mean when like, i do like like and even yeah. the previous i was like man i don't know about this yeah. fucking spork <laughs> Like he's so obnoxious and yeah. annoying. And then when they have like the like the little walk and the trip and like he kinda gets a little normalized, to me he reminds me a lot of Josh Gad as Olaf in that he took something and was able to Samantha to pick his spots the right way and end up being really likable and and, and a good addition. Okay. So um, so those are my three. You can I go think with that all through them sound really fair. I do agree with all your points about Forky. I think let's do that. Under Tony Hale's MVP, because yeah. ultimately one and two, this could have been a four-person sweep for Tom Hanks, very easily. Yes, I think I'm definitely fine with it not happening in four, and then three is just Ned Beatty's really good. So Tony Hale, the MVP of Toy Story Four. If I'm not mistaken, I think Tony Hale is going to join. MVP, LVP? I think. My book's in the other room. I can confirm next time. Your book is not in the other room. It's right here. Oh, perfect. Can you hand me my book then? Is this your book? That is my book. That is my Ponswoggle Married with Movies notebook because I'm an old man. That is not my poop report. I don't want Jillian's yogurt, her yoga certificate. Yogurt. (laughs) No. Oh, no, my rumble book. Man, everything's falling apart. 
Our pet's heads are falling off. Uh, where is this here? Very good. Also, I meant to check something from last week. LVP, ah. careful. LVP, nope, must have been somebody else. So I don't have him here as the LVP. Tony Danza. It's not Tony Danza. Fucking Tony Danza and Tony Hale are two completely different motherfuckers. <laughs> he wasn't the MVP of that movie, was he? No, Tony Danza was the LVP. Did he win like should have been LVP maybe? When Tony Hale? Yes. When did we do Elvin and the Chipmunks? Here, I can tell you right here. The uh, the road chip. Ooh, I have my book. Yeah, I think he was nominated for stuff, and it just didn't happen. Because yeah, I don't have him written down here. Hey. I, what? Oh, I was like, somebody took out all of my movies. What a random thing to do to us. <laughs> <laughs> they just they tore out all the pages of my notebook. Fuck your podcast notes. Um, oh my god. Let me try to find who was the LVP of Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip. Hold on. I'm looking. It's just going to bother me. It's probably something stupid. What year did we watch it? Uh, 2017, I think. Yeah, we did. I just don't remember when, so I got to like quickly skim through the whole fucking year. Um, 2017. Oh, here we go. Oh, it was Jason Lee. Okay, so now yeah. So never mind. False alarm. Uh, LVP. Who would your LVP of the movie be? I have one. Who I would I would very much like to um to stand for. Who you can't say Benson because Benson doesn't talk. Vincent. Are you giving me fifty dollars? No, I'm not gonna give you. I don't have it right now. I don't know where your mother put my purse. So. Damn it, they're halfway to Mexico. Yeah, with the 50 bucks I have in my purse. Uh, my LVP is Allie Mackay, Allie Mackey. She was the one who's Giggle McDimples. Oh. It's just absolutely annoying and worthless. Yeah, but that's what Polly Pockets were. I get that. No, I'm not. I'm not I, I, I love know, Polly Pockets. I know those happened. Toys. But, like, this cop. Like two inch, like it just didn't work, and like I feel like they recognized it because like when it gets introduced, it's like okay, and then she just almost like forgot about the entire. Time. Well, then she gets eaten by a cat. Sure, and then she gets puked up. It just didn't work, and okay. I, and I she was annoying. Fair. Like there's not anybody else really. Okay. Allie so, Mackey. Allie Mackey, Giggle McDimples, the LVP of Toy Story Four. What else on Toy Story? So will there be a fifth one? Excuse me. Yes. Well, they're already on Disney Plus. They're doing a Forky should, show. Should they, yes, I've heard it's really good. Mm -hmm. Should there be a fifth one? Really is. There should not have been a fourth one. There should not have been a fourth one. I'm fine with it happening, but like I said, fuck Bonnie. Fuck what they were trying to do here. I'm gonna give this movie a good score based off of the talents involved and based off of the pedigree. But I don't like what they did. Me neither. I. Me I can neither. I can firmly right. say that now I after mean, watching I came it a out second of the time. Being like, oh my god, because it's a Toy Story movie, right? Yeah. Watching it this time, especially watching it so close to the others, like we did, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, yeah, that that doesn't live up. 
I like parts of it. I wish that they focus on those parts more so. Um, but yeah, I agree. You just don't like the Jesse's the sheriff now. No, I don't care. Women power. It's sweet because Jillian really likes Jesse. Oh my gosh, she loves Jesse. Of getting, course, of she, course. She's getting a talking. She loves Jesse. She's getting a talking Jesse for Christmas. Great. <laughs> and Bullseye. All right, Great. so let's score Toy Story four. God damn. Um, I think I go first. You yeah, go you go first. first. I went first for the. It's really hard. So I've given every Toy Story movie a ten. You have. Uh, I give the second one a nine and a half. My definitive order is three, one, two, four. I'm going to give Toy Story four an eight point zero. Eight point zero. I'm giving it an eight. Oh wow! What are you doing? I was also going to give it an eight. So. Yeah, it's I mean, just, it still looks beautiful. Oh, it incredible! It still has some moments. The first scene, like the very first oh. shot, is a rainstorm, and it's like, did I walk into like the Equalizer two? Right. <laughs> is this just rain? It, it looks phenomenal, and looks music, great. Music, of course. What was, the, what was the main song or music in this? Did Randy Newman have something? He did, right? Yeah, I think it just plays on loop in my mind. Strange things. <laughs> I mean, and then there were just some scenes that I was just like cracking up on, and we talked about a lot of it. I just, I, I did enjoy it. I just could have done without it. Yeah. Agreed. Toy Story is in the books. Happy birthday, Jillian. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Next week will be that special episode with that special guest we talked about. It's already in the can. I gotta edit that because I don't remember any of it. Um, and then the week after that will be True Romance finally. Then after that, Samantha's birthday episode, Fiddler on the Roof. Then my Christmas episode, The Santa Claus. Tim Allen, heavy end of the year <laughs> here on a. Wouldn't have it any other way. It's gonna be a nice. It's gonna be a nice arc for him. Is like, oh man, we just watched four Tim Allen movies and didn't get a scratch of anything. So it'll be really nice when. Somehow he still doesn't get MVP for this animal. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Want to let you guys know um, that the, the, the trivia episodes conceivably are not going to be completely edited and finished by the time that 2019 is up. So what Samantha and I have done is we have set up with each other that based on the number of wins that I actually have and the number of wins that she has in the episodes that haven't aired yet, if I can get one more victory, considering you already know if you've listened to the Patreon episodes, the first scene it's up, I am now currently up, I believe, 8 to 1, 7 to 1, something like that. I forget where we're at at the moment. If I get one more win, then it is over. But that is going to carry into 2020, and then in 2020 at some point we will start watching Stacked. Um, but check out those episodes on Patreon, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. Hit us up with an email at marriedwmovies on Twitter, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies. Swaggy Awards coming up in just about a month. Very excited. I got a big list here I'm working on, so uh, that'll be great. Anything else, Samantha? Mm. Did you start to fall asleep under a blanket of cheese? Yes, uh, but no. No, I'm good. Anything else from you? I asked you. For mullet.
<laughs> this is my lip. Signing out from Meredith Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Hello there. I'm Lotso Hugging Bear. Lots, lots of, I'm Lotso Hugging Bear. I think you need to speak more from your diaphragm. I'm Lotso Hugging Bear. <laughs> I have voice demodulation now. <laughs>